Open your eyes. Wake up, Link. Hi, I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Miles. And I'm James the Jaster Stewart. And you're listening to Hyrule Field Report. Jas, what did we do last week? Well, well, last time we brewed the elements of the Gerudo Desert to make our way towards the Gerudo Town. And Jay, what are we going to do this week? Well, this week we're going to try and find out where the hell everybody is. And we'll start by continuing where we left off last time and traipsing down those newly revealed stairs to wherever that leads. Hmm. So, so when we were here last week, we talked about, as we described him, the pervert. <laughs> yep. Um, he will begin proceedings. Uh, he says that it's... He, well, I described it as a ghost town. He literally says he can hear ghosts. Um, but there's no one around. Yes. Uh, what he's that... referring to is... He can hear people underground talking, but he doesn't realise that. Yeah, so he's actually directly above where the Gerudo secret shop mm-hmm. um, is and was located in Breath of the Wild as well. So that's who he's mm-hmm. hearing. Um, you can't easily get into there. We'll talk about that in a bit, maybe later on. Um, but there's also... A sign that maybe everybody's taking refuge somewhere. Perhaps below him. Perhaps below us, where we're heading. Um, because if you do continue heading down the uh, the path, you can kind of like there's like a little like peephole almost that you can look through, <laughs> I believe. Mm. And you'll see that there's people down there um, and I think you get told off or somebody spots you peeping is that right? that sounds like what would happen yeah um, and you can see uh, uh, one of the Gerudo writing letters and throwing bottles of letters into a well and she's saying oh, yes. these letters find people so that's kind of a it, this is quite an interesting bit of the main quest here because obviously the goal is to get in there and they're not going to let you through the door because well you're a you're a you're a vo you're not allowed in there um and there's actually interestingly quite a few ways that you can you can get into the uh shelter um i think there's three in particular that come to mind uh i'm actually racking my brain trying to think how i did it hmm I'm guessing well, it involved going down somewhere and ascending. But yeah, give me the the three main ones and I'll see if I, one of them jogs my memory. So the one that you're probably on about is actually linked to the uh, Gerudo that's writing letters and throwing them into the uh, the well. Um, mm. Which of the... Which if you follow kind of around the town, you'll see that like, there's holes like leading from like the water wells, water race. If you go down that, it'll take you kind of almost like an underground sort of stream, where you'll see the the, the, the and you'll see in the stream the letters kind of bobbling, yeah. um, gently down the stream. Uh, row, row, row your boat up the stream. <laughs> um, you'll eventually find the the well, and there's points where you can then ascend and get into the shelter. That's kind of the first mm. way. Um, I think that's the way that I did, and that sounds like the way that you did from what you're saying there, Luke. Yeah, that sounds most familiar. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. That's exactly what I did as well. Yeah. This is the fair enough. The fair enough. Messages on a bottle. Um another way is if you're kind of going around the northwest side of town, um, you'll see a kid, a good old kid running about, and they'll spot you and they'll 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 kinda of get a fright because you're a you're a vaux and they're not meant to interact with you. Um and they'll run into what was the um, classroom in Breath of the Wild um, and if you go in after them you'll find that they've disappeared 
And if you do some mm. poking around the classroom, maybe activate Ultra Hand, you'll find that you can move like a unit in the classroom and you'll reveal a secret hole leading into the shelter. So that's another way you can do it. Um, uh. The other way um, actually has a little bit of um, lore attached to it, which, we can, which I'm going to read out to you, where if you go up to Regis' bedroom in her palace, you'll find, um, well, number one, a couple of very cute Sansio plushes. Um, yes. Which were maybe given to her or by the uh, Sansio plush lady that we did that minigame of ages ago, if you yeah. remember that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you'll also find Regis' diary. So um, I'll just read it out to you because it's got some interesting stuff in here. Um, so it reads, I received an unsettling report from Buliara today. A strange haze, some haze, some have called it gloom, is emanating from beneath Hyrule Castle. Those who touch it fall ill. But my friends Link and Zelda are in Hyrule. I'm sure that those two can get to the bottom of the problem. Next page. A new, much more worrying report has arrived. Both Link and Zelda have gone missing while exploring below Hyrule Castle. Shortly after they were lost, the castle lifted into the sky, where it was joined by countless small floating islands. So much happening all at once. What's going on in the world? And are those two safe? Next page. Things grow more and more dire across Hyrule, and now the danger has come here as well. A sand shroud, the worst sandstorm in recent memory, has covered the area. People are, te- people are taking shelter underground. We travelled out to see if we could discern the cause of it, but we were ambushed by new monsters called Gibdos. To make matters worse, I was able to accurately hit them with the lightning... I... I wasn't able to accurately hit them with the lightning I can call down. We're inundated with those seeking safety from the sand shroud of the, or the Gibdos, and we still don't know what has caused this. As the chief of Garuda Town, I am to blame for these failures. Next page. The fortifications protecting the shelter are strong. There's no way the monsters will be able to break through. We're also lucky to have a good source of water in the shelter, but we must watch out for invaders trying to use the waterways. Hint, hint. <laughs> and, as a precaution... We should cover the hole behind the throne. Also, hint, hint. <laughs> Last <laughs> final page. Sitting here feeling sorry for myself won't solve anything. I'm going to leave Buliara in charge of the shelter again and go train. The ruins to the north aren't too far. They should be the perfect place for me to practice with my lightning. Despite my worries for my people and for the world, I must do what I can. I know that's what Zelda would advise me to do. Oh, Lady Obersa, if only you were here with us. Watch over all of us in these dark times and keep Zelda and Link safe. So, massive lore dump. I mean, the key mm. point there is it mentions the waterways. There's also, again, another unit you can lift behind the throne and yeah, find a way into the shelter. Well. Yeah. But um, it kind of. But now, much... I'm, now I'm doubting myself. I might have actually met Riju before I even got into the shelter. Oh, really? Oh, well, interesting. Um, hmm. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Uh, well, Riju isn't down there as we'll soon soon come to see. Mm. So maybe you're getting mixed up later in the main quest. Perhaps I'm not sure. But because yeah, I think I I remember seeing her mucking about with her lightning out by the ruins, and I hmm. think I had no idea that she was going to be out there at that point when I saw her. Mm, so you kind of like skipped a section of the main quest almost potentially. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, huge lore dump. It kind of gives you an idea of, you know, how the the upheaval kind of impacted the, the world, and kind of, kind of from the viewpoint of Riju, obviously, and uh, kind of tells you what the monsters are that you've been fighting and coming across, and tells you a lot about the uh, the circumstances that have fallen the Gerudo people. So um, lots and lots of information there to to pour over. So it's a good read, definitely one worth finding. Yes, and yeah, for either by stumbling across it or by using those clues she gave us, we can now let ourselves in to the Gerudo stronghold. Uh, yes, the Gerudo shelter, which causes instant chaos. <laughs> 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 There's a vow down here. Yeah, we are very much not invited. <laughs> yeah. Um... Like you're on threat of almost like execution at one point until um, Buliara, who you might remember as being kind of Regis' 
absolutely hench bodyguard that kind of wields like this massive claymore um she appears and is like well hold on that's that's link the hero hyro like treat him with some respect here we'll make an exception for him which uh save flink the trouble of having to find somebody else to get a cross-dressing costume from <laughs> yes but yeah so i this is now i guess when you find out that Riju's not currently here. Correct. Um, and she directly points you to the North Gerudo ruins to go train. But um, before we head off there, um, any thoughts on the Gerudo Sheller? Because unlike... Uh, well, I know, obviously, when we first got there, Goron City and uh, Rito Village were changed and impacted by the calamities going on there, the phenomena going on in their region. But the layouts of the villages in the city were still what we were used to from Breath of the yeah, Wild. Yeah, the well, with the um, with the you literally just said their name and I've forgotten it anyway. The Rito, <laughs> but the yeah, the Rito, it was snowy, and the adults were not there. But yeah, the actual geometry was the yes. same. And then the Gerudo. The only real change to the the actual city is the sort of fairy lights that he's put up everywhere. But the <laughs> Gorons acting weird. <laughs> yeah, 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 the Gorons. Goddamn. Uh, so here, yeah, it's and it's sort of because that whole shelter has been added, it stays different in a way that the others don't as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You've got a whole other kind of part of the city to explore, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so even after we fix everything, you can still go down there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can, but... go, you can go way down. <laughs> There's like caves everywhere in this region. Yep. And there's plenty to see in the shelter. Um, there's a few activities you can actually do even at this stage. I mean, there are some quests that you can do at this point. Um... Most of them we're going to cover as part of the sort of region wrap-up that we'll do once we clear this area's main quest. Um, There is one that we could speak about at this point, which is called The Missing Owner. Um, And in this one, the jewellery shop owner is worried because... um, Or the worker, sorry, is owned because... The worker is owned. <laughs> Clearly, we're all tired. The time worker is worried because the owner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, the owner has disappeared into the desert, looking to find clothes and supplies and such, and hasn't returned. And she mentions that the owner would be searching the Torma Dunes. Um, so if you pop out of the shelter for this time being, and if you head pretty much as far west as you can go from Gerudo Town, um, you will find the Torumajuns and you will quite clearly see a, Ger- a Gerudo kind of cowering on a rock as an old foe circles Very tremors like she's standing on the rock. About <laughs> yeah, the that's it. It's old Big Heats, not Big um, what's, <laughs> what's the name of the Niffle Snarf? The Niffle Snarf. Niffle Snarf, that's the one. Oh, yeah, the, um, the Cephadrome was Heat. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, shout outs to our sister podcast, Monster Mash. But, uh, yes, yeah, Small Digger. Um, not that many of them in the game. I think there's only like four in the yeah, whole desert. Yeah, well, <laughs> another one that's actually Rauru close by. wrecked them all last week, so. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A couple of weeks ago, Rauru just melted them all with his eye beam. <laughs> These are like harder to fight in Tears of the Kingdom, right? Compared to Breath of the Wild. Uh, uh, it's just because you don't have the time. The, um, the bombs. Remote bombs, I think. Yeah. Not so easy to kind of lure well, them out of the, the ground. Hand, you can't just like chuck a bunch of bombs all at once. Yeah. If you want. 
because yeah, the whole trick in Breath of the Wild was just you put a remote bomb, they'll eat it, you activate it, Bob's your uncle. Yeah. I'm sure there was a way that I dealt with these guys. I think you can like maybe I'm thinking of bloody uh, Hyrule Warriors. I think I am. Forget what I was about to say. It's <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, these guys weren't hard. Nope. Thinking of Hyrule Warriors, you cannot press A to unleash a big portal wind sword attack. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the mode because um, yeah, they're still a fun fight. They just like they're a little bit. I found them a little bit harder. What I ended up doing was just like mm. I would run off the rock, like taking a then run about a little bit to get them to jump out, jump mm-hmm. back to the rock as it jumped up, and like try and throw out like a a bomb arrow like from there to stun it, and then kind of rinse and repeat. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or like I found it as well, you could like lure out. You can lure it out as well by like just firing arrows near near to it. Like wherever it's like digging underground. And that kind of works as well. You can obviously recollect your arrows so you don't waste them. Nice. I do still love the sort of triumphant jingle, triumphant part of the music track rather that plays when you kind of stun the Maldugo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Maldugo music's great. Yeah. Because I think that as well, like, I ended up doing this quest, I think, after I'd done like the main quest. And so I had a. Mm-hmm. I remember using as well, like, I had a bunch of, like, Gibdo bones. And those are, like, strong for arrow shots. So mm-hmm. that's what yeah, I was yeah, using yeah, on yeah. the Baldoga to fight that as well. It's, like, extra damage once it's stunned. Yeah, if I needed my arrows to do damage, it was always the Gibdo bones, because they are. They pack some heat. Mm hmm. I guess it, this one makes sense to do before the main quest because it's the only one that's like a matter of life and it death. Does, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then I just missed it. Everyone else's about problems it. couldn't wait. <laughs> um, there's a few other things about the shelter that I have remembered that I want to speak about <laughs> that make sense in the shelter. Um, Go then. So before we get to that, though, we probably should have spoken about the shrine that's directly above the shelter that we'll be reusing quite a bit. The diet above Grudo Town, that is, which is... Uh, yeah, it's right, right at the Soryu top. Tanog Shrine. Yep, that's the one. Um, also known as Buried Light. So um, this is um, the sort of blowing sand off of things shrine, which they did a load of in Luigi's Mansion 3. Using the same technology, yeah. <laughs> yes, they did! <laughs> <laughs> You can completely and clear that Lord, desert room in Luigi's Mansion, by the way. Far long, far much, far too long. Hoovering up all that. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah, yeah, everyone did, even though the game does not tell you to and doesn't give you anything. To it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just too satisfying. Right? It's just satisfying, yeah, yeah to vacuum yeah. up an entire desert. Um, but this is a little hint of kind of what's to come in our sort of temple of this region. Mm-hmm. Um. Because as you clear off the sand and kind of traverse through the shrine, you'll eventually clear off some sand of a giant beam of light, which you can then pick, get a mirror, like one of the Zonai mirror devices, redirect the beam of light onto a target, which we did do in an earlier shrine, but this one you've actually got a light source that you have to use to direct the mirror, the beam of light onto the target and... Open the open the way to complete the shrine. Was the sort of mirrors and light puzzles? Was that in the Gerudo Temple all the way back in Ocarina of Time? Like I know it was I... a thing in that game, but I can't remember which which dungeon it was all about. Well, definitely, I don't remember. Probably, I don't think it's Gerudo. But I do remember doing this to like blow up statues in the. Earth Temple in um, Wind Waker, the one you do with Medley. Mm. Um, yeah. So that one kind of had a similar sort of vibe. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, there was a few other things I wanted to speak about in the shelter itself. So, um, there's a few points of interest. One of them is that 
there is a um a hellion dude locked up in the jail in there. <laughs> yes. And um there's a few few things can so you can if you do some like speaking to the NPCs and such around the village around the town, you will find out that the guy was trying to sneak in here to see his daughter. Um and if you're going about the sh- the shelter, um you might see Hudson's daughter pottering around. Hmm. If you've done the Yeah, if uh, you've done. I did not. <laughs> yes. Which dear Lord, if you if we did this in the order that we've done it in, in this podcast, why didn't the Gerudos, I don't know, hold off until this calamity was free from their region? Right, yeah. <laughs> I felt good about my ending with like the Hudson like kinda storyline with these Gerudo daughter, like is by the time I'd sent her there, like Gerudo was safe. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yes. They transported her through that sandstorm. <laughs> like, used that balloon or, or whatever they did. No, they didn't use the balloon. But in any case, and now she's stuck in this underground shelter, whereas she lived a perfectly happy life in Tarrytown. It's, oh, it's all the more reason that I know it's their culture, but dear Lord, poor girl. But yeah, the um, seeing this other dad, like, who did try and sneak in and see his daughter sort of adds to the pathos of the goodbye we talked about with Hudson and his daughter because yeah he can't, he really can't come and see her he's going to end up That's in it. prison if he does something like in the jail cell as well if I remember right we're going to talk about that now uh, or yes. is that like later no no so there you can ascend into the jail cell if you kind of go around the waterways mm. that we spoke about as a way to get into the shelter, like no, one of them. There's another way how you can get into the jail cell. Uh, there is another way. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to go into it? Yeah. You remove your clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You remove all your armor, and they throw you in the jail cell for being a nasty little boy. Yeah. Pub- arrested for public indecency, yeah. and uh, well, of course, I didn't discover that because I wouldn't do such a thing. Um, and I think inside the jail cell there's a picture he drew of his family or or did a little girl draw that of her family and him Mm. it definitely looks like it was drawn by a little yeah it's probably probably the little girl Um, but if you're able to then speak to him and and so on um, if you get arrested you, you can just speak to the door and eventually they'll let you out just say don't do it again i think there is another way you can get arrested as well which kind of leads me on to another sort of mini it's not a marked quest but something you can do down here which is um if you remember in breath of the wild there was the vo and me (laughs) classes yeah i actually didn't remember them from breath of the wild but i did do them in this game you did them in this game yeah um so uh, you can <laughs> so you can actually like hover around the classes i think it's the kids classes um because you can actually do a little quest series for the like i suppose m- m- the adult vos mm-hmm. and you can actually help out yeah, the advanced class Yes, um, which I guess we'll speak about later because that's a bit more substance to it than what I'm about to go into. But if you try and like, like watch the like or stare around for the kids class, you will get arrested eventually because they'll keep telling you, "Can you go away now? You're not allowed to be here, guards." <laughs> but interestingly, um, if you look into the left side side of the room, there's two mannequins that are wearing vo armor. Now, right now, mm. we've only spoken about the Vo headband, but again, if you go um, sort of traipsing around the, the, the waterways, you can ascend and reach the Gerudo Secret Club, the armour shop in, in the actual city, which is the one that the old pervert is standing above. <laughs> and in there, you can buy the rest of the Vo armour set um, to, to 
complete that and that's like a full heat resistance set and so on but if you then go back into the classroom <laughs> wear the full armor set and stand in the position that the mannequin's in like in the empty panel like go in there before the class starts and then stand there you're able to then like what's sitting on the class <laughs> and like <laughs> guess funny. like funny dialogue and you hear like how backwards these classes are about you know the attitude towards how to how to ha- how to handle conversations with men and so on so yeah um pretty obtuse like it's not marked but it's a fun little aside and it's cool like i did spot the empty mannequin stand and i was late, later in the game i was like i wonder if i can do that and indeed you can so there that's you go. a very funny little touch. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Not like easy to um, find like either. Like that's a surprising thing. Like talking about like the secret club for like the getting the armor. Like I didn't find that until like much later because that itself like just it's not easy yeah. to figure out how to get into them. That's it. But uh, you kind of alluded this to this earlier, just down some of the corridors in the uh in the shelter mm-hmm. you'll eventually stumble upon a cave network like a wider cave that's kind of heading north um so did you go through that cave at this stage uh yeah i, I definitely i went it into yet. it but i didn't i don't think it cleared it all the way after the i guess so Interestingly, so it's quite a it's it is, it is a it's the Gerudo Sanctuary cave. Yeah, uh, I believe is the one in question, and uh, or is it the Gerudo Sanctuary? There's like there's multiple be. caves, like I said, like it's a big network. Like there's because it Apologies, leads they all lead to called, the. On you go. It's called the Valley of Silent Statues. That's the one. That's the one. But there are, like, um, you're getting confused there because obviously there are multiple caves that lead to the Gerudo yes. Sanctuary. It, yes. Uh, the Valley of Silent Statues leads to the Gerudo Shelter. And the exit is actually at the northern Gerudo Ruins, where we were told to go find Regis. This is kind of like almost. I think you're all. You, you, you're, you're kind of. As you've, if you explore the shelter, you're kind of signposted to go this way is one way to get to the northern ruins and find Riju. Um or you can just go on foot from the uh Yeah, I think from Grudel Town to kinda save you going back out into the the Shan's that's shroud, it. right? Like so you're like it's that's quite it. easy to get lost and turn around. Mm-hmm. Or if you're like Luke, you just skip this whole quest and find <laughs> Riju right away. <laughs> yep. So yeah, Riju is outside in the ruins practicing her lightning techniques. Um, she's got some targets set up. She's trying to shoot them with lightning. Um, she can make lightning on command, but not accurately. Yeah, and she. From a distance, you can just see a little figure, and you can see her just shooting lightning. And then once you get close, <laughs> it actually activates the cutscene. Ah. That's why I spotted her from a distance and just strolled over there. Interesting. I wonder if you're probably not the only one then, because if you can see it from a distance, I'd imagine quite a few players will have been interested in what's going on there. And well, I think it's like easy to do as well. Like if you take like from like the like the sand seals rental shop, like if you just follow like that general direction, like that could be like a, mm-hmm. one of the first places you hit. That's it. Very easy to do. Like rather if you don't like, can obviously. There is no map at this point because of the storm. Hmm. Not that you've, I was using one, <laughs> like, but generally, if you have it on, like it gets kind of pixelated and unusable. solid snakes yeah. thrown a chaff grenade. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. Gavin uh, thrown yeah. a chaff grenade. <laughs> yeah, he has. Um, but yeah, Riju was kind of alluding in her diary about struggling with accuracy problems, and here you see her training to circumvent that, but um, Link can help her even more. Yeah, if you shoot an arrow, she can 
accurately shoot the lightning at the point where the arrow landed. Mm -hmm. And I think it's in this conversation is when you learn uh, basically how to deal with Gibdo is they're very resistant to general damage, but very weak to all forms of elemental damage. Does that include Ace? Yeah. Um, I mostly used Fire and Lightning, but yeah, it might well include Ice. I don't think I used ice against them, but if it does, that'd be I th- cool. I think it does. I think it does like freeze them. It's like combo with like fire or lightning. You know, like. Mm, mm. But like I was the same as Luke. I use mainly lightning and fire. I suppose the difference is well. Before we get on to actually fighting the Gibdo with elemental, we should probably speak about what happens next. Is um, one of the Gerudo turns up and says. Mm. Riju, we need your help. There's a big, massive swarm of Gibdos heading towards Karakara Bazaar. We need your help to defend them off. So, Link's going to go help out and fight alongside Riju and the Gerudos to destroy the, the attacking uh, Gibdos. Yeah, in so in Karakara Bazaar we don't have much in the way of like special equipment, right? We just turn up and fight them. That's it. Yeah, this is more of a a practical sort of tutorial on Killing how Gibdos. to direct, how to deal with Gibdos for one, and how to direct Regis, uh lightning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. Well, because yeah. you know. Using it on a moving target is obviously a lot different than using it on those those uh, dummies she was fighting against. Although um, the Gibdo are not particularly fast-moving targets <laughs> most of the time. Yeah, that's true. That is, that is very true. <laughs> 20 days later zombies, these are not. <laughs> um, but you will then see in practice that if you hit the Grudo with lightning, as you're more likely to, or fire, as we mentioned as well, they're kind of like... It's almost like... A bit of their exoskeleton kind of melts off and they become much more susceptible to regular damage. Yeah, you don't have to keep hitting them with elemental, you just have to break through and then you can finish them off with your sword. That's it. Yeah, because you'll probably absolutely, you know, burn through elemental weapons there if you were constantly striking them with your elemental weapon. So swapping between that and a pretty chunky main weapon is a really good way to fight them. Yeah, and obviously once you do have Riju on hand, it's basically hit them with her lightning, finish them with your sword. Yes. Pretty much deals with most of them. That's it. But because she actually has to charge up her lightning, it's, um, and you can have this um, like aura around her as you see her charge getting longer and longer as to how far away she can shoot the lightning. Um, so it's good to have an elemental weapon on hand so you're not getting overwhelmed as she yeah, charges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Um, Eventually, as you kind of defeat the first swarm, Riju will point out that they're all coming from a hive. And uh, you need to... She's the only one that can destroy that. Your elemental weapons won't work. She has to shoot her lightning at it. So you need to direct her to do so with an arrow, which will blow up the hive and then stop them spawning so you can wipe out the rest of the Gibdo. Yep. The hive kind of looks like a... Somewhere between like a termite nest and a wasp nest. Just yeah. Growth with sort of a bulbous thing that's spawning them. Definitely doesn't do anything to lessen the creepiness factors of the Gibdos, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, do we meet any of the flying Gibdos at this point? Um, I believe we do, yes. Um, which yeah, are. As well as the, the shuffling mummies, we have sort of flying bug like ones with wings as well. So, super moth-like, right? Yeah. Big moth man energy. Like, this is where you'll definitely be wanting Riju to get involved, unless you've got, like, stocks of things to make your arrows elemental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're pretty nasty. Well, not nasty, but they're, cause they're, not that, they're not that hardy once you've got them elementally weakened. And they're not that strong either, but they can be annoying, right? Yeah, they're not hitting you for much damage, but they're just they're buzzing around being a pain. Mm-hmm. 
They're certainly a harder flying enemy than the um, Hirokudas are. I thought you were going to run through all the list of flying monsters in Tears of the Kingdom there. <laughs> no, I wanted to say Arakuda and I remember that's a Pokemon. Um. I know the reason I said about the the, the remind me of Moth. Their name are their names literally Moth Gibdos. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, um, I really don't remember the flying yeah. ones at this point. Like that's, that's strange. I, I guess because they, they are so weak, they they do tend to get one shot by yeah. like elemental attacks. Maybe like the NPCs so, that battle alongside you at this point, like as well. Maybe they kind of took most of them out for me. They could deal with them as well. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Um. Ridge is then told that she's needed back in Gerudo Town. And when you get back to Gerudo Town, Ridge says, "Okay, we've got a predicament." There's three Gibdo hives surrounding the town. We think they're about to try and invade and try and wipe us out. We're preparing for battle. Will you stand with us? And hell yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah, we get basically a little um, tower defense game or like a little yeah. horde mode section here. We can That's set it, up yeah. cannons, we can position troops, rush about um, fighting them. Yeah, you can also... I think you can donate some materials to give the... Gerudo soldiers, um, like elemental weapons rather than just basic spears and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's a really cool section of the game. Yes, yeah, I agree. This one here. Um, I think you've also given like materials you can use to like create like, um, like lightning emitters or f- like f- like flame spouts and things like that, and set them up like. In the, in the dunes mm. leading towards the city kind of create little, mm. create little traps and things yourself but uh, yeah and barricades too you barricades, barricades. Yeah. there's a lot of barricades on that front entrance like, along with a big cannon same <laughs> cannon at the front same yeah pretty much I, I had the soldiers kind of congregating at one side and I think I just had Link fighting at another um, and the cannon in the middle cannon in the middle yeah and uh, because you as the player character as Link are so well equipped you know you could pretty much handle one of the sides by yourself you just need to make sure that Rage was on hand to zap the hive when you're done yeah and once you take out the hive then you can go and finish off the other two yeah that's it. But uh yeah. I love a good I love a good horde mode and especially I love like a little a one off section like this in any action game. That's it. Um Did your like give those like manage to break into the town at all or were you just like They did, yeah. yeah. Like I to while I was dealing with one of the last like, maybe the second to last <laughs> hive. The last hive in made their way inside and they do try and attack Riju, like Riju's got a health bar that you need to focus on Um, and I had to kind of dart back to the middle and then kind of fight our way out to the um, to the last hive there. Yeah, I was doing the same, like the stash, climbing the wall, glidering down like to kind of protect Riju and the other soldiers in the middle In my head this was a bit of a a moment like in (laughs) the Helm's Deep Defence where Aragorn kind of rides out with Theoden. It's like their last charge. Uh, did but, either uh, of you manage to fail this at any point? Oh, no, no. no. I, get... was got, I got close, but like... Got all sorted <laughs> on the first try. I do I think this is probably... No, not probably. It is, I think... My favourite set piece moment from this from the story. I just thought this was so cool and so different to anything else that the game had done up to this point. That yeah, I really enjoyed this. 
Uh, and like working with Riju, I really liked like her and Link just come across as really good friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, I didn't get that impression from, um, no, certainly not from Yunobo. <laughs> just a big baby. I think Link <laughs> could be could be done with him. Um, and I've forgotten the little Rito's name. Tulin. We always forget. Tulin. 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 Thank you. Obviously, yeah, he uh, had like a. Oh, he was just so a baby cool, and like so little brother. Yeah, that's thing, it. Yeah. Like, but Riju, there's definitely a real friendship there. I don't think it trumps uh, Link's friendship with Sidon. We'll more on that later. <laughs> but what what could really what could trump that? <laughs> but yeah, really cool moment. And um, selfishly, I kind of wish this is what the monster defense battles were about. <laughs> Um, the, or the monster extermination squad, but that would be more like a monster defense. Yeah, so maybe after you, like full towns, you just want to go f- full in on Age of Calamity warriors like style, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I do agree though. Like the set piece, like as as far away, like the best out of like the as far as like main story stuff goes. Like, mm-hmm. I've got that personal attachment to it as well because this is the first area that I've done. So. That, mm. but... What a start. Yeah. I suppose that's why I've got quite a... Like, whilst I enjoyed this more, I think the ascent to the Wind Temple felt mm-hmm. more special for me because it was my first main story bit myself. Yeah. Um, so I get what you mean. I would like it if the um, the Monster Control Squad just had a little more variety. Yeah. So it'd be yeah. good if there was a couple, as well as the ones where you just go in and wipe out a camp or whatever, if there was also a couple where, like, you had to maybe, like, yeah, like we said, defend another village like this, or another one where it's... We have, well, there's, like, the bridge and the castles, there's a little bit of variety. But just yeah. reminded as well, like of the little kind of the little side quest in Hateno Village, was like protecting the pumpkin patch from the skeletons. Like, that's kind of similar, <laughs> but it's like on a much much smaller yeah, scale. Where, where's my cannon for that section? <laughs> <laughs> it's like right on the big, like so, uh, highest point of the tower in Hateno Village. And of course, it would be designed like a like a giant mushroom. So, uh, yeah, after we defend Gururu Town and the Gibdos have been battled off, um, Riju says we need to go down to the shelter. There's a mural down there, which might kind of suggest what we need to do next. Um, and the mural says, um, standing back to back with the throne, witness red pillars across a vast sea. Uh, unite the pillars in light to reveal the lightning stone and open the way. You who can hear my voice, come to me. I await you. And uh, if you perhaps go to the throne room and look out behind it, back to back. Back to back with the throne, um, yeah, that's exactly what I did. Back to back with the throne. <laughs> um, you will see there's a kind of giant stone pillar sticking up from the ground. And if you... Uh, Am I right in saying when you're gliding across, there's updrafts like dotted across the sand? There are well, there's a couple of different pillars with different ways to approach them. Because uh, some I of them literally mean like as you're gliding, like of the paraglider, there's updrafts to like kind of yeah yeah yeah. Like, there are of wind. Yeah. So I may be thinking, just going back to the last episode when we spoke about the sand veil and getting across the big sandstorm, I might have found one of those, but just There's after a, kind, of, kind of bizarre. There is there is a big old updraft, but like you, I don't think you can... It's hard to make it all the way to the updraft just on your glider, I think. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's, like, one, there's like one huge updraft in the middle of the sand veil. Maybe. But... In any case, I, I definitely remember kind of gliding across using these updrafts to get to this stone pillar that's sticking up in the ground. And uh, yeah. 
when you reach it there's some boulders that you break if you break them it'll create a beam of light mm-hmm. which you can follow and it'll lead to another pillar um, and the other pillar if you kind of follow the beam of life you, you'll see there's like a mirror connected to this pillar um, but the mirror's kind of too low down on the ground you can't reflect yeah, like, the, like uh, giant light. mirror <laughs> not, these li- yeah, not, yeah, these not li- one of the, the Zonai mirrors piddly <laughs> piddly little Zonai device no this is a this is a massive mirror but uh, if you solve the puzzle there, you'll, there's a plat- like a lever you can turn which raises the pillar, raises the mirror, causes it to bounce and fly off to another direction, which if you follow that beam of light, you'll find another pillar. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, again, you've got to do a puzzle here. Yeah, and which, this uh, is the one I was alluding to in our previous episode where I had no idea what hover stones were. So I spent a good old time trying to... I'd never done any shrines like connected to Hoverstones whatsoever. This is the first time I've seen them. And I spent absolute ages trying to figure out how they work. Uh, Ah, yeah. You're privy to the ways of the laser boy. (laughs) Not at this point, though. This is also (laughs) where I learned to use Hoverstones. I was in the exact same boat as Jess. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, you making to, like, weird kind of like once I figured out like it hovers, like I was attaching like the broken handles together to kind of ascend up, climbed up like the broken stones I think to get up to the higher ledge, pulled all like the broken handles up to get up to the top, and then refix like the the wheel or the winch whatever you do there to kind of move the mirror in the correct direction. But yeah, it took absolutely. Bloody ages. But yeah, because you're, you're using one hover stone, you're then ascending through it, using another hover stone to get up yep. higher, ascending to that one. Oh, we'll try to figure yeah, out how to get the broken handles like up at the same time, you know? Like, it's not... <laughs> yeah. Not easy. When you're like... When it's like your first area and you're kind of still kind of grasping ultra hand and how you can attach things to other things. If you're doing this as your third or fourth phenomenon, and you you're you know a dab hand at using all the game's techniques, it's probably not that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I even yeah, forgot about it. Like, send a couple of things, and then that's when I clicked like, to kind of make things easier on myself. Well, yeah, as you know, I forgot about ascend for like ninety percent of this game. <laughs> yeah, I think you still thought you were playing Breath of the Wild. So once yeah. you fix this pillar, and you've kind of got the the light bouncing off this mirror, uh, you'll see that it creates a big old triangle, and um, one of them triforks, aren't they? Uh, I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> Triangles don't mean anything in Zelda, um, but it means something here, as uh, something appears in the middle of the triangle, mm-hmm. and. Uh, to go investigate one thing i this did give me flashbacks to is if you remember in wind waker you had to go to like three statues dotted about the the ocean and then the tower of the gods would kind of erupt out of the middle of the triangle yeah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah i know what you mean um obviously what appears here is just a small kind of stone platform initially but um not as impressive as the Something called the Tower of the Gods, but you know, similar vibes to what's going on here. No, oh, yeah, and we can then approach that small stone platform, and it does become a bit more impressive. Uh, yes, so Reju's there, uh, but so initially is Zelda. She's oh, just yeah. standing there, mm-hmm. but she disappears shortly into uh, the, the sky. sand. I think I can't remember exactly how she disappeared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's an object there. And if you hit the object, it's got a lightning bolt symbol. Yeah, I was going to say, with a big obvious lightning bolt on, on the front of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, mm, what do you do here? Shoot that Venaro, get Rita to zap it. And uh, rather than just a little kind of platform with this lightning bolt contraption on it, 
Something far more impressive will appear from the sand. Yeah, big old pyramid. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This was like a it's big, the... big moment for me as well, like seeing a big temple erupt out of the ground and then knowing yeah. like actual temples were in the game. Oh, right, that yeah, was like, yeah. like, wow. <laughs> The Lightning Temple. Mm-hmm. Um, and before we go in, though, we get round one with our boss. Do you want to start there next time? <laughs> yeah, I guess, because it's not like the boss fight changes much between round one and round two. Yeah, let's... let's You know what? That cliffhanger worked so well last week. Let's, let's tease you again. What's the boss? Oh, guess what? You'll have to tune in next time to find out. But until I then, mean, Luke. Yeah, I know. I think you're joking. We do have at least one listener who is vicariously playing the game through us. And I appreciate the hell out of you if that is you. That's <laughs> But yes, yes look. Until next then. time, we're on Twitter at Hyrule Field Pod. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're rating and reviewing, liking and subscribing, telling your Zelda-loving friends to listen along. Whether you are listening to vicariously play the game, to relive the game, if you're listening side-by-side with a playthrough, we want to hear from you. We want to know how you're enjoying this podcast, what you like, what you don't like, how we can improve. Otherwise, we're just going to keep going on tangents about Snoop Dogg's and Dr. Kellogg's for the rest of time. (laughs) To be fair, that's probably what a, a fairly substantial portion of our listener race are here for. Oh yeah, everyone who came here from Monster Mash came here for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jas, some sage words of advice to prepare yeah. us for next uh, week's Lightning Temple. Yep. Everywhere is, is within walking distance if you have the time. I very much believe that, as I'm sure you both know. <laughs> yeah, you walk everywhere. <laughs> Battling the elements and animals as you go. Mr. Look, friend of bears. Yep. Nemesis of herons. <laughs> That's me. Miyazaki made a film about me. <laughs> Giving him as many titles as Daenerys bloody Targaryen here. <laughs> Luke Summerhays, the Master Cheese. The Robert Master Sykes Cheese. Master. Yeah, 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 there's another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you need to introduce yourself next time. It doesn't work if I introduce myself. You have to introduce me. I need a. a That's not how the intros work on this podcast, though. So. Yeah, I know, not. I know. Not. <laughs> well, until then. Catch you next time. Cheerio.